I'll bring the white shirts and you bring the hose because baby, the girls are going wild today. Now I have the mastermind behind the iconic girls gone wild. And you know what? You might love him. You might hate him. And guess what? I don't give a shit because he is here today. And let me tell you, I did a little preview of this and bitch, you are all excited. Welcome to cancel me, baby, Joe Francis. Thanks Taylor. Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited. So Joe, I'm just- I want to get canceled. I I can't get canceled from anything. We can't, no, no, no. Well, I mean, that's the whole point of the show. And by the way, Here's a little sneak peek for you guys watching and or listening, okay? Before the wet t-shirt contest that may or may not happen goes on, Joe and I talked on the phone the other day for almost an hour. And now if you heard that shit, I mean, that right there was entertainment in and of itself. Like, talk about getting canceled. Am I right? (laughs) You are right. You are exactly right. So, uh, yeah, we should not repeat all of it, but I agree with all of it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so we're going to do like a little version today. We're just going to free flow, but I'm just going to say right off of the bat, Joe, when I posted about this, like I said, in my intro, my viewers, men, women, older, younger, they were so excited and they were like, oh my God, it is such a different time. So first of all, because you and I know this would never fly today, which we're going to get into why, but first of all, what do you think about Girls Gone Wild made it so iconic? Well, me, <laughs> I mean, it's simply, I made it so iconic because it was all me. I mean, every th- single thing was methodical with regard to Girls Gone Wild. Now, that is Girls Gone Wild as a brand, as an iconic, um, as an iconic pop culture phenomenon. I did that. Now, why it was able, why I was able to do it, I think is the other question. Now, why was I able to do that? I was only able to do it in the United States. My mother is from Vienna, Austria, where people are naked all the time. They're naked in the beach. They're naked in saunas. They're naked. Like it's joint, you know, gym showers for men and women. It's just nudity is not a big deal. They have pornography on television after 8 p.m. in most European countries, just on regular broadcast. So that's what I grew up with, right? Totally different mindset. But then you have all of these Americans who are essentially Puritan separatists from the Church of England, right? That's who came to the United States, right? So these Puritan separatists are Puritans, right? And those are the values that are in the American culture. So those values, I don't want to even call them values, those ridiculous, uh, how how can you say it, Taylor, without getting canceled? (laughs) Your choice of words is everything, isn't it? But those Puritan separatists and those Quakers and those people, they left the Church of England to find a more conservative religious uh, sect here in the United States. And that hasn't left. I mean, that hasn't left the culture. And it still hasn't left today, but it certainly wasn't around when I did Girls Gone Wild. And playing off of that, I was the first person ever in the history of the world to advertise sex on television and sell it. Okay, so... so I'm going to cut you off really quickly. What is the difference though? I'm playing devil's advocate here because I can already hear the people chirping on my ear going, oh, really, Joe? No, you're just exploiting. You're just exploiting, you know, sex and women at this point. 
What would you say to that? Well, all right. Yeah. But like, look, you have to look at the billion users on OnlyFans. Is OnlyFans, are they exploiting women? Are they? Oh, no, I, I don't think they are. I think they're giving them an opportunity to get what they want. Look, I mean, some of the most famous people in the world have done Girls Gone Wild. I mean, remember Kim Kardashian did Girls Gone Wild. Kourtney Kardashian did Girls Gone Wild. Khloe Kardashian did Girls Gone Wild before they were famous. So all of these things make people famous and they can build careers out of it. And huge amounts of, of opportunities have been created. And exploitation would mean if I took someone and did something to them without their consent, number one, it just didn't happen. These were girls that were lined up around the block and wanted to be involved in Girls Gone Wild and wanted to be on the show. And there's no difference between that and all of the, the women who are posting on OnlyFans and have their sites and their fans and their pages. You know, I liberated women, Taylor. I really did. And, and I did cause a sexual revolution. And if you look at USA Today and, you know, 10 years ago, they voted me like number, I think I was number 21 or number 22 on of the top 25 things that changed the world in the last 25 years that they had been in business. Listen, I defend this theory a lot when it comes to Hugh Hefner and Playboy, because as we know, I was in Playboy and pitched a feature that was unlike anything they'd done about this very thing, right? Liberating women. Now, first of all, I have already- No, I, you talk a lot about this Playboy thing, but I, I would like you to please send me nude photos of yourself because I have Googled Taylor Ferber nude. Nude. Like at least 50 times. I've tried VPNs. I've tried everything. I've tried an account and I just can't get new pictures of you, Taylor. So you're yeah, going to have to send them to my phone. Joe, we established this before we started recording. First of all, I make people work for it. So I think there's new, you got to get the print issue, you know, for that shit. I'm just not giving it out left, right, and sideways. So I'm going to make you work Wait. a little bit. I mean, come on, we established this, but. I've got, yeah, but okay. Oh, he's like, gee, I see, well, I, I see how it is for you. I see how it is for you, men. Just nothing's, nothing's quite enough. You always got to get a little bit more. I see how it is. Oh, I see how it is with you women. You always have to get something in return consideration, uh, whether it's beads, whether I can give you a Girls Gone Wild t-shirt <laughs> or, you know, I can just ask. <laughs> Joe, what do they say? If you get the cow, you get the milk for free. And that's just boring, in my opinion. So yes, give us boring. all the beads, bitch. We're going to make you work for it. No, but <laughs> something that I was going to, you know, first of all, what I was going to say is I have a bone to pick with you because- you outhosted the host. Do you know why? Because one of my questions here on my sheet of notes was going to be about how you were almost ahead of our time. You brought up OnlyFans, the Kim Kardashians, but I was actually going to ask you about that, Joe, because is there something about it, you know, that was a little bit ahead of its time when it comes to women, first of all, showing their bodies and then instantly, not just showing their bodies, but instant gratification and becoming a star. So how is it now yeah. watching it all play out in the way that it has? Now it's taken on this whole other beast. Yeah, um, for sure. I brought the Kardashians up into my world um, of celebrity and helped them get started. And it really has though, the, the, how can I answer your question politely? <laughs> no, no such thing, um, Joe. We're, I'm tired of everyone no being polite. Thing. Just go, just go. I invented reality television. I'll just come right out and say it because there was, before I did ban from television, which was the precursor to, to girls gone wild, which was, was, was my video series. 
There was nothing like that on television. There was nothing. There was nothing. There wasn't reality. There weren't in the 90s. There wasn't reality television, period. I mean, there wasn't. And then I took sex and marketed it on television and put it on literally. I mean, my television commercials, Taylor, you grew up ubiquitous Girls Gone Wild commercials, right? With the, do you remember the steel drum song that I, Joe, people were DMing me when I was promoting this interview, uh, like I said, of all ages. And they're like, this shit brings me straight back to those late night commercials. I am right back there. What I said in the beginning, whether you love it or hate it, you, you know, again, something about it, you can't deny it's such a, it's such a touchstone cemented in pop culture. Right. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, every time I watch a new documentary on HBO or Netflix or whatever, it's referenced in everything like uh, and I'm in mean girls joe remember in mean girls when yeah. tina fey or whoever they're like girls gone wild the girls have gone wild right well what about in mean girls also because i was i was i'm friends with Lindsay, and and the little sister in mean girls is watching a girls gone wild commercial and taking off her top and the right. and one of the scenes it was so funny because when Lindsay was shooting that movie Lindsay and i are friends and we were friends in the day. And when she shot that movie she goes joe you're gonna love this and i said what she goes oh we just shot a scene today that you're gonna love and um, and she told me about it. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And when it came out, I was like, oh, the, and they cut it a little shorter than she described, of course, like every other movie and every other thing. But that was, you know, and in the thousands of movies and the movies I haven't seen. Oh, wow. There's a thing about Girls Gone Wild. Oh, wow. There's a thing about I missed it. You know, all of it. But yeah, I mean, it was it is part of the vernacular now. I mean, people say something gone wild, but I did that. I pounded it. I mean. Uh, those commercials I ran. Yeah. Oh, I pounded it. <laughs> <laughs> Dying. Dying. But here's the thing, Joe, because again, it was ahead of its time. So what is the difference? I mean, I got a little defensive, you know, of my guy, Hugh Hefner, because now, and I'm sure the same thing with you, people will say, oh, well, they're sexist. Oh, well, they're misogynist, which by the way, I'm sure I will be labeled as well by association for even having you on my show, right? But what is the line? What's the line between- How can you be a misogynist? You can't hate yourself. I mean, that that doesn't even work, isn't it? Case in point, sweeties, case in point to the woke. Let me know how it works. Let me know, (laughs) let me know. These people will come up with a reasoning for everything. You know that, but that's like my point. It's- I can't, I know the, the the whole woke mentality is just like a blend. And it's just like, it can go anywhere at any time and make anything work. And like, oh, it's square. Yeah, we can put right. it in a round hole. F it, put it in there. <laughs> AKA Taylor, somehow by our logic, that makes no sense. You are a misogynist. But my point is like, <laughs> make it make sense. Make it make sense. But yeah, like what, you know, what is the line? What is the line to you? If now they're doing all these documentaries, like, you know, exploiting Hugh Hefner and trying to paint him in a bad way. And same thing for you. It's like, what's the line again of being, you know, sexist and misogynist and all this and, and actually liberating? Yeah, I mean, look, I always said to people, even while it was going on, and, and there were points when I really knew it was, was huge. I mean, when the president of the United States is talking about Girls Gone Wild and his speeches and things like that, and you know you made it. And, and you know, and you're getting made fun on late night TV and you're hosting, you know, you're on Howard Stern all the time. I mean, you know, come on. And everyone knows who you are and your name. You made it. So, yeah, no, it was that time. What was your question? Sorry. So you're not a sexist or a misogynist, Joe, are you? No, I'm a women lover. See, that's the thing. Misogyny, misogyny is you have to hate women. Like, oh my God, 
I want to make them beautiful. I want to give them a, a vehicle. I want to put them on television. Look what I did for the Kardashians. You know, my God, I made the most famous woman in the world. You know, I helped to make the most famous woman in the world and the most famous family, like American royalty. So I had a big hand in that. So if there the was, was no, <laughs> if there was no Girls Gone Wild, there would be no Kim Kardashian. There was no Joe Francis. There'd be no Kim Kardashian. I don't uh, know about Girls Gone Wild. <laughs> would she agree with that? You're friends with them. A hundred percent, but she wouldn't say it publicly. Chris Jenner, Momager, we know. We, we we're know. not talking. We're not saying anything. We're yeah, not no. talking about anything. No, no. By the I'm way, Joe, anything. you haven't busted into your tequila collection, which I want the Do people you to see? see. Yes. Okay. So P.S. guys, before we hopped on, Joe showed me this because he goes, if you ask me any hard questions, I have this shit lined up and ready for blast off. So. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, what I said was, you know, Taylor and I had a conversation the other day and I knew this was going to be a hard interview. So I told my head butler this morning, Taylor Ferber is coming up interview. I'm like, so I had my head butler. I said, you need to set up the best tequila bar ever. So if she goes hard with me. I can, I can, you know, go and, and have souls in my tequila. Barbara so Walters, who? So I'm not hard following you that bad, <laughs> I assume, because you haven't dug into it yet. So so do you want to see the tequila bar? Is that it? Yes, let's see it. This is where episode one of the Kardashians, or episode two and three of the Kardashians was filmed. Okay, Kim, pay respect to your ancestors. Okay, to your lineage at Joe's house <laughs> oh she she plays plenty of respect and we love the kardashian this is the taylor ferber tequila bar okay taylor what are you what are you gonna drink with me i just like that aesthetic of the fancy like it looks like it would hold someone's ashes but honestly like i am so here for it i go with the white tequila well you haven't had any yet so am i going too easy on you well here's what i do see what i do is i call a butler Okay, fancy. Hi, okay, hi Carlos. Can you please bring me um, a shot chilled of uh, Casa Dragones tequila okay, top shelf? Thank you. Thank you, Carlos. Yeah, and that is on period. Oh, I need two. I need one for Taylor. Yes, because I only have my lame coffee here. So thank you, Carlos. Okay, you know, despite that we've seen all of these celebrities, all of their parts, like almost their labia with some cases. With that said... Why wouldn't Girls Gone Wild fly today? Why did so many people say to me, oh, it's such a different time. If we're in such a progressive time, why do people miss it so much? Here's exactly why. It wouldn't, it wouldn't work. To, well, here's why they miss it. Let, let me go back to why they miss it. Carlos, here, now you can come on camera. Hi, hey, Carlos. Carlos just delivering me, yeah. Thank you. How are you. I'm Carlos, I'm the head butler of the house. <laughs> Cheers. Here's my boring coffee. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers to Carlos. Mm-hmm. Cheers to Carlos. Um, so, and I hear this from everybody. Men discovered themselves from Girls Gone Wild. Like I discovered myself, Taylor, from Playboy magazines with hairy vaginas in an attic, stuffed up in an attic in a box with some of my friends. That's where you go, oh my God, because that's all we had. So that's where you discover yourself, right? Now, my infomercials, more men were masturbating and discovering themselves from 13 to 65, <laughs> you know, and discovering themselves though at a young age. And that's what they were liking. And also it's like the big little things that people don't get historically is girls didn't shave their vaginas before Girls Gone Wild. 
It was a personal what? taste of mine. And at the time, no one, Playboy, no one, pornography, no one did that. I changed that whole industry. And I also changed pornography. The, all the, the Larry Flint and, and Hap and all those guys, um, Steve Hirsch, would always tell me, you completely changed the whole industry. Because it was always like you had to put like some type of, of, of script in pornography. And I was the first person to just say, oh, boom, here it is. It's just all together and there's no dialogue whatsoever. Joe is going to come under fire for bush shaming today. Like it's going to be something I'm every day. I know. It's going to be something. Bush shaming. Hold on. Ladies, do you think it's hold more on. attractive to have? Hold on. Because I am not a misogynist and I did you a favor that all of you, I, I know it's a lot of work. It's a lot of maintenance and <laughs> you already had a lot to do. It's, it's extraordinary what you do. And, Mad props to you. Uh, I, I respect that. I had to add this one thing because I really did you a favor because more guys will go down there if they can see it. Do you, do you like when guys would go down to you? Excuse, excuse me. Excuse me. Who's the interviewer? Who's the interviewer here? Who's the interviewer I'm, here, Joe? Excuse me, sir. Oh, oh, and the tequila, it comes out. Oh, wait, number two, number two, number two. But actually, this goes into something I want to say. This goes into something I want to say, right? I haven't seen you naked, Taylor, on Playboy. Do you like it, you know, stripped down or not? And this is something that I'm going to almost answer for you about number one, why it was so successful. Number two, why it wouldn't fly today. And this is like something that you can't acknowledge today, but isn't there something primal about how men are visual creatures, period. It goes in a different way than objectifying. I'm sorry, would men gone wild? Would boys gone or men? That's kind of creepy, but would men gone wild work? I'm sorry, I'm not trying to see a faucet dick. I own guys gone wild. Guys gone wild was a huge success. What? But understand. Yes, Guys Gone Wild. Google it. I owned Guys Gone Wild. Now, the hold thing on, is, but is, not as much as Girls Gone Wild. Isn't there something different about no, how own, men own, visualize women versus how women yes. visualize men? Here's here here's what we're gonna talk about. I'm I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna delineate. Okay, the demographics of Girls Gone Wild were eighty percent, eighty five percent men, and fifteen percent to 20% women. Okay, those are straight up numbers. Guys Gone Wild was 90%, 85% men. Gay so men, gay, gay men watching. Who like to see straight guys jacking off or whatever. Right. You know, which which with the whole thing. Every guy, that's the forbidden fruit. See, for a gay guy, like everybody wants what they can't have, right? So like a girl wants a guy that her friend's dating. You know what I'm saying? That's human nature. Okay, you can't change that. And gay guys, the ultimate forbidden fruit is a straight guy. So like the gay guys I know, they get all the guys in the world. They go after the straight guys because they want to turn a guy. That's like the big challenge for them. You know what I'm saying? Like guys go after like virgins. They think that's cool. Like I don't think virgins are cool to me. That's just annoying. Elon Musk came to me when he was, he met Tallulah. He's like flew back from London. He's like, I met this girl. And she's, well, how old is she? She's 26. And he's like, and she's a virgin. I go, Dude, she's got some fucking problems. I mean, like, if you're 26 and a virgin, like, I, either I don't believe you or I don't want to, I don't want to ha- continue the conversation. You're like, learn the ropes and then we'll talk. No, but. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to be, t- I'm not, I'm not a, t- I'm not a kindergarten teacher. Listen, 
That's a little, you I'm know, a, I can see I'm how a, people. I'm a university professor in this. Well, I could see how people are like, first bush shaming, now virgin shaming. But I'm listen. Not bush shaming. Wait, I'm not bush I just shaming. like getting a reaction out of you. It's really fun oh, for me. Oh, I know. I know. And I love getting a reaction out of you. It's a really good time. It's a really good time for me. But, you know, I think why, again, so you're saying like this. So for straight men, though, let's talk about straight men. So women are the forbidden fruit. For gay men, straight men are the forbidden fruit. I'm just no, saying, no. like, for, women, for, straight for women. For straight men, for straight men, I would say the forbidden fruit. Like, that's why in the Muslim religion, I guess, how many 70-something virgins? If, like, whatever, the virgins. Like, that's, like, the forbidden fruit, right? And then, yeah, and exactly what you were saying. And then for a gay man, to turn a straight guy is, like, so we had... So I did it really genius though. When I launched Guys Gone Wild, I had three females because they couldn't be associated with me. So I hid my ownership, even though they were working in the same office. I hid, I set up another address. But then I did this whole publicity thing where I got them to all the TV shows where I couldn't go on. Like The View, like they would never have me on The View, but they got these three women who were coming after me and Girls Gone Wild. So I really, I set it up as like a feud. They were coming after Joe Francis. They were the women who were coming after, we're going to film the men now. So we're going to talk shit about Joe Francis. But I mean, they were going with my publicist to the, <laughs> you know, that was who, and they were all paid actors. I mean, they were paid actors, really. I mean. Isn't all reality TV, was- isn't all reality TV pretty much, again, ahead of your time. Of I guess what I'm getting at here is. What do you mean, what a- mean ahead of my time? Though? I created it, reality <laughs> TV. There was nothing. Hold on. Wasn't the Osbournes the first reality? T- were you before or after them? Way before the Osbournes. With you Girls were. Wild and, you oh were. God, okay. Of, I was before the real world. All of that stuff. Before the it. real world? All of it. Yes. Okay. So. Man from television was the first. And then Girls Gone Wild. We created that, that whole sector, that whole market. I'm still wow. shocked that. I mean, I guess I'm not because of, like you said, gay viewers. But I'm still shocked that guys gone wild because like i said i think that what it comes down to is you didn't even remember guys gone wild well, Taylor, even even at the woman okay even I'll at the base i'll send you some tapes send me tape but i'm saying even at the basis of it now it's like we and guys and straight guys we want to see like naked hot women right i'm not sure this is my point that straight women are like i really need to see this guy's flaccid dick it's just not the same like we're not visual in the same way and i think that that's a truth that people doesn't like to acknowledge what so, so wait, wait, what's your point that the woke people don't want to acknowledge that women don't want to look at that? They get uptight about men objectifying women, which is what Girls Gone Wild is. And my point always is, is there something primal about men that they're just visual creatures in a way like women are too, but not in the same way? A hundred percent. That okay. is a fact. No, no, you're talking about, and I've read the little, the few books I've read in my adult life. I've, I've read them on this, and feminist waves and all of this stuff. Because I had to know where all of this stuff was and what was the basis of all of these arguments. Because not only would, did I want to have a personal understanding of it, I get asked about it all the time and I had to develop my own opinions. It, it is human. Men are visual. Men are visual creatures. Men see a naked woman and they go, boom, like that. You know right. what I'm saying? Like every one of them, or they go like this, or they go like that. Now, women are also right? They can be, but women have so many other emotional things and there's so many other elements. There's smell, there's hide, there's this. I mean, because women are also searching for the thought. Here's the primal thing. 
we want to take the most attractive thing back to the cave, knock it over the back of the head, take the head, drag it, grab it by the hair, drag it back to the cave, and have babies with it. They want to have babies. Descriptive, but I mean, you said go for it, right? So always and then the tequila came in, and then you have women, which is, which is, I want to pick the best possible partner mate to breed with, but women are thinking on a totally another on on all di- all different levels. And what makes a woman attracted to a man is different, and that's proven a billion times. I mean, you can read every study on that. Men are visual, period. Men, that's why it was so easy for me to do the commercials, right? Girls Gone Wild never worked on radio. I could buy, I bought millions of dollars in radio. Hold on. But how about, but how, but then how did Howard Stern, because he was the shock jock and he'd be like, oh, you're tits. Oh, you're this. Oh, you're that. And he would describe it over the radio. Yeah. You know? So that's different. Because he would, I would go on the show, promote the show, talk about the girls going wall.com, you know, the URL, all that stuff. I bought every single commercial break. I mean, to the point where they were like, okay, it's the girls going wall show. <laughs> right. And the dailies, all those shows. I bought everything I could possibly buy because just showing Taylor the visual makes a guy go, of course. I buy that. So in each one of those denominations, 15 seconds, 30 seconds, 60 seconds, or 30 minutes, you have to convince someone what your product is. They have to be convinced that they need your product. Then they have to be convinced that they want to buy your product. Then they have to be propositioned with a price. And then they have to actually make the call to action and purchase your product within that 15 seconds, 30 seconds, 60 seconds, or half an hour. And that's the genius. And I was able to, to do that over and over again. No matter how people feel about you, you obviously have a knack and a media thinking brain, right? Obviously, you know what works. What you represent now, I would think, gets you shit and would get you flack from both sides. I could see liberal leftists being like, oh, it's so misogynistic. Women need to do their own sexuality, blah, blah. And then on the right, obviously, they're prude and conservative and Joe is on his fifth tequila, fourth or fifth tequila shot. So what do you, is that true? Like, do you get shit? And you also have one have, with me. Have, here you go. And have people like distance themselves from you in Hollywood. You know what I mean? Distance themselves. My God. Like before the Me Too thing. Look, I'm going to be honest. I've never said this on any show ever. He who controls the pussy in Hollywood is the power player. And there are very few men like myself because I controlled all the girls. Like the girls were all around every hot girl. The thing about Hollywood and, and today it's different a little bit, a lot. You could be a social media influencer, TikTok celebrity or whatever. You don't have to go and move to Los Angeles because you can be an Instagram star from your house. You can be a YouTube star from your backyard. You can be a podcast star from, you know, Florida. It used to be all the hot girls from all over the United States would grow up in their little town and their whole life. Oh, you should really go to Hollywood. You should be an actor. You should go to Hollywood. You're so pretty. You're so pretty. You're so pretty. And they all go out there, right? And then that's where they all feel like they had to be. And of course, where do they end up? They end up in, in our lap, <laughs> you know? And, and they want to go to our parties and they want to go to our th- Not all of them did Girls Gone Wild, 
but they all wanted to be around the brand because I mean, I'm famous. I have famous friends. I have great parties. I mean, and it's sexy and it's fun. And we always have the best thing. And all of those guys, and I'm not going to mention any names right now because there's no effing way I'm doing that. I mean, girls have always controlled Hollywood. It's Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? Like, Look, hold on a second. Creepy. Hold on a second. I'm going to, I'm going to quantify that. I'm going to, I want to, I'm going to say yeah, because creepy, like Harvey, Wein, all those guys. I was, okay. I was just going to say you saying the, you said something like the man who owns a pussy in Hollywood. That to me no, sounds like straight out of Harvey Weinstein's playbook. Controls it. No, no, controls it. No, I'll tell you the creepiest thing about Harvey Wein. He is a creeper and he always, okay. So I used to date, so fuck it. I used to date. Tamara Mellon, who, uh, lovely woman, fantastic woman. She owned Jimmy Choo. She created the Jimmy Choo shoe brand. And we dated for a while. Very sophisticated woman. Um, tremendous amount of respect. Love, loving, caring, great daughter. Um, unfortunately, her, her ex-husband passed. Um, and that's how I, I had met Harvey and hung out with Harvey. But that's when I started, like, she was friends with him. I had to, like, be friends with him, even though he was, like, disgusting to me. Like, because like, I, you know, I'd been like, I'd park my plane next to him kind of thing. And then like, you know, hit, 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 the door would open, all the smoke would come out. I was like, oh God, I'm so happy I'm not that plane. <laughs> so like, but I remember just like sitting across from him at dinner and then he would just spit all over the food, like just all over me. I was just like, oh God. And, he, and then I was at Tom Ford's house at a party. I'll never forget this, especially after this whole Me Too thing. I'll never forget it. And this is where he was trying, trying to warm up to me, right? And I, and I, I'm not really a sports guy. I'm a girl guy, right? I like girls. <laughs> I'll, I'll play sports. I'm athletic. I work out and I run and I, and I'll, but I don't like to watch sports as a spectator, especially baseball. And Harvey likes to talk about baseball, so I humored him, and I was like, and and then he decides to have a heart to heart with, me. and you know the controversy around girls going on, and he goes, you know, Joe you're doing it all wrong. And I'm like, what do you mean, Harvey? And he's like, and he goes into this weird explanation about how I just like his game, you know, what, what he does in order to, to get women. Now hindsight is always 2020. And you look back and you go, that motherfucker was telling me to be a creepy rapist like him. <laughs> I'm doing it all wrong. <laughs> Did he go into more detail or is that oh, what he's, yeah. oh, he you did. went into more no, detail? Oh, he did. He's a, he's a creepy, you let me in his little creepy world. And what did you say? I thought, I just, I just, I mean, look, it's party. It's Tom Ford's house. Everyone's there. It's like, and I'm harming our opposite side. And I didn't know what to think of it. I didn't know whether it was joking. I didn't know what, but oh my God, I was shocked. I, I remember going up to tomorrow and going, like, how well do you know Harvey? Like, how well do you know him? And he was just kind of a fixture in Hollywood. Like, a guy I'd say hi to before and have a, a bullshit three-second conversation. But then I started having dinners with him, talking to him a lot, going to lunches, and, like, you know, he's a creeper. Um, wow. Wow. Yeah, a creeper. I mean, listen, I often, I'm on both sides of the aisle. Hey, I, I never got me too. I never got me to. Well, ever. I was just going to say, person. 
I'm on both sides, shot number six. I'm on both sides of the aisle when it comes to me too, because I'm a huge advocate for it. Truth be told, for aforementioned reasons, obviously all of that is hugely problematic. But the other part of me thinks, you know, I don't like what it's become of how at one accusation, someone's life is taken out. Do you know what I mean? But I have to say, I'm going to put this out there after hearing all that. I'm suddenly like, wow, really? Thank God for me too. And time's up because that is really not okay. I mean, thank God that guy's off the street. Do you think that guy's off the street? Do you think me too and time's up was a good thing? No, I'll tell you. um, Look, the problem with me too, look, I mean, guys like Harvey Weinstein. Guys like, uh, you know, Bill Cosby and what he was doing. I mean, that should have been like, and, and this Epstein guy, what a disgusting pig and this other guy. I get that. That's frigging disgusting. By the way, not one single person has me to me. Not one single person. And everybody was like, oh God, it's coming. It's coming. It never came. I'm not going to lie. Hearing, I'm not a creeper. hearing it, I would think you'd be one of the first in line hearing what you have right? to say today no joke yes right yeah yes. right but i'm not but i'm just not a creeper like i would never ever like i mean like my whole thing with girls like if i ever hooked up it's like no like if, if it's no i just no you know whatever i don't care i move on to the next girl you know it's not it's just not that way and like i'm just not a creeper and plus the more you respect that the more they're going to want you anyways so it all works out at the end. Like, so wait, why wasn't it good though? Why wasn't it good though? Because exactly what you said, exactly what you said, because well, now it's turned it into right. an accusation. So yeah. now you have essentially the due process and you understand the word due process. I mean, you understand the word due process? Of course. Okay. Yeah. So the due process is taken out of it because due process allows for an accusation to be made. Yes. You to make your you to say your side and then there to be some mediation in between or you know if it goes to court it goes to court and then the judge decides or the jury decides and then that's the verdict right not oh this i'm not gonna even mention name because i don't want to get into something because i don't know every detail of everything so i don't want to involve myself in some bullshit that i'm not involved in because i haven't been me too yeah <laughs> he's all yeah, proud he's be the first one to do it i know oh fuck yeah i'm proud i am so proud because you know what everyone's thinking oh he's gonna go down he's gonna go down and then they're all like nope not one not one person not one and you would think i would be first right so the problem is then you have an accusation person loses their career they're this they're they're resigning they're no i get it it was good if you want to snuff out the creepers the big creepers I get it. Well, like Harvey that, Weinstein taking advantage and doing horrible, rotten, scumbag just things. A gross, disgusting. I mean, he's just such a gross person that it makes it really easy to hate him, too. I'll tell you, Taylor, like he's I bet. so gross. I bet. I mean, he's just a gross person. He stinks. He spits on you. It's just he's physically so gross. Can you, can, can you imagine if Harvey walked up to you at a party and just put a big kiss on you? What would you do? Well, no. Okay, I'm glad you brought this up. What? It happened? 
Hell no. Are you out of your mind? Skeletons in her closet. Are you, are you out of your mind? Listen to me. This is something, listen to me though. This is something I bring up. has got a story to tell. Hell no. This is my story and I'll tell you right now. And this is a controversial thing to say. And people like Pam Anderson have said this and they've gotten total shit, but there isn't now I'm not excusing by any means, any of his disgusting, abhorrent behavior, but there is an element going did you put yourself in a certain position? Now I would never ever put myself in a position where I'm with this man or alone with this man. Now that's just me. I'm not saying anyone deserves anything. And it's like, you can't say that or you get flack. Look, I agree with what you're saying, but not everybody has the intellectual capacity and the security to do that. And you seem like just from our conversations, you're a very self-assured young woman and you have that, ability to move yourself out of a situation. Now, imagine, let me go back many years. I was an altar boy, right? But I was a very smart kid. So when, I'm not going to say where or what, but when a priest was hitting on me and like, it was so obvious and he's like, I'm going to come in the back, you know? And it's like, I I was so smart because I'm like, oh, fuck, this is really happening. This dude really thinks that I don't think he's gay and he's trying to fuck me. Oh, my God. Like, really? I wonder how many other guys he's done this. So I'm thinking the whole time. And, of course, I take myself immediate, not immediately. I let it go back. I get the communion. He wants to show me the this. He wants to show me all the church shit in the back. Like, I fucking give a shit. Like, I really, like, like I didn't believe in the whole thing anyways. So, you know, but, and then I just bailed right before he got to molest me. But you know what I'm saying? Like, left him at the altar. <laughs> Listen, that's what <laughs> I'm telling you. Literally. <laughs> Am I guilty for putting myself in that position? No, he put me in that position. Now, was I smart enough and confident enough at fucking seven or 10 or whatever years old to get out of that situation? Yes. But I don't fault the people who are not, who you can't say, oh, that's like saying, Taylor, that's like saying, Oh, well, like, look at your breasts. They look wonderful. They're Thank you. And that is on out, purpose. And that's on purpose. And they're singing. Now, what if I was just shirtless right now? I'm just, but I'm just saying, it, let's, let's just say, oh, well, Taylor's on her show. She has her top down and you're telling a jury, you know, she was asking for it. She was asking to be raped or she wore the shirt skirt. She was asking for it. I think that's ridiculous. Oh, no I agree. Asking to be violated. I agree. I agree. Or I agree. No, that's not, that's not okay. No, I wholeheartedly agree with that. I wholeheartedly agree with that, which I've said. And that's what makes it so gray, right? Because that's what yeah. makes it such a murky area. Now I have to say the one thing that you said that I was like swirling in my brain and I can't get it out is <laughs> like, it literally will not come out get past me some of those tequila shots is when you said the men, something like control the pussy in Hollywood. Now I'm sitting here thinking as a woman who is so feminist and like you said, self-assured, I wanna come over there and be like, and smack your little Joe head and be like, excuse me, Joe, but there's a part of me that's like, hold on a second. Is he getting at something or is he anti-feminist? I can't quite decide. So- you have very powerful people in Hollywood. You're surrounded by massive amounts of wealth, right? Massive, billion billionaires. And then you're surrounded by 
celebrities, which are, you know, I'm one of them. And they're at the bottom of the, of the, of the, of money trumps celebrity, celebrity trumps money when you're with, you know, it's really interesting. But the guy who controls the pussy is the king. And Hugh Hefner wore that crown for, for a long time. And I wore that crown because, I mean, every single person who I wanted on the phone would get on the phone with me that minute. But is anyone controls, I want to is controls the right word? And also, is it really yeah, because the look, women who are controlling you? Friends. Is it really women who are controlling men? Because as we know, men will do anything for the pussy. So really, when you think about it. No, but listen, why are all those girls coming to me? Why are all them showing up from Nebraska or wherever you tell, the hell they're You tell me. Because they want to meet those guys and they want to get in the circles and they want to, they know that my tentacles are in everyone and everyone's tentacles are in me and I am the guy, I shouldn't say pussy. The guy that controls the girls, all the hot ones, and not, I don't control anybody, right? It's not a harem, but I'm saying- Harem. The ones, if I say, go, go out with him, they're going to do it. Or, hey, who should I meet? They're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was that guy. I was that traffic cop that controlled the Hollywood girls um, and the access that they had and the powerful men's access to them. Now, I would never put them in a situation with a creeper. Like, I would never set them up with an Epstein or a Harvey Weinstein or anything like that because I was very careful because I didn't want the problems. Plus, my reputation was too, is too valuable. And I haven't been me too. And I'll even say that. Fucking try to me to me, idiots. But isn't it good? Isn't <laughs> it good? I, didn't do anything. I like the I'm idiots started there. Idiots. Isn't well, it good? I'm not a creeper. Like, because uh, everybody says, oh, this and that. It's like, no. Okay. Never did. So isn't it good, though, that women are claiming power and getting in those powerful positions and it's not all, con- all controlled by men? Or is it threatening? Is it threatening to men that women now are climbing <clears throat> the ranks in Hollywood? What I'm hearing? Well, now when you call um, offices at all the major studios and you talk to all, I won't mention any names, but you talk to all the major studio heads. Yeah. First dude to pick it, first, first person to pick up the phone. It's like, hi, this is one of our, they're all guys. So women lost all those jobs. Number one, all those guys, every single guy in charge of everything in Hollywood will not hire a woman anymore. It's too much of a liability. So yeah, you'll get, women will get female directors because they have to, they'll get token position here. They'll get a token, whatever position here only for aesthetics. That's for looks. No, I always say, I don't like the quota and I don't like the checklist, but with you saying it's a liability, which a part of it is true. And it's sad. Couldn't someone be like, well, what do you mean? Just don't do sketchy shit then just be a stand up guy. I'm going to take your own words and, and use them in your, not against you, but for you right now. <sighs> They're not abusing those positions, right? They're, why put, uh, it's on the accusation. That's what they're afraid of. They're not afraid that they're a creeper and then they're, they're going to do something. They're afraid any fucking woman now can go in mm-hmm. and work in Paramount Pictures offices or whatever Netflix offices. Work, you work there for two weeks, read, hey, I mean, I'm, this is, I've read this, whatever. And, I'm just saying, Reed Hastings, whatever. The, he touched, brushed by me on the butt. And then that becomes like the biggest thing in the world. This is all hypothetical. And nobody wants to deal with that shit. 
It's like, fuck that. And they can just lie. It doesn't have to be true. And their careers are over. Their families have left. Their kids are, are mm-hmm. you know, it's over for them. And these are public companies. And, and right, right, right. It, and that's I, where it becomes I mean, a problem. They're destroyed. Yeah. And there's no due process. Like you said, it's on an accusation. Mm-hmm. That's the liability. And that's what is taken away. Women, no one in Hollywood were hire a woman. And I, I'll say it. I'll be the first one to say it. Not one frigging person I know in power will have a woman even on their floor in their building. Not, not one. Hire, it's all men. Assistants, it's all men, everything. They don't even want to have dinners with women. They'll hire female directors because they have to, not because they're good. And the whole thing, women have created now, and I don't want to blame all women because it's not all women because most of the women I talk to hate the Me Too. The Kardashians hate the fucking Me Too. They're like, fuck that. So stupid. Most women I know hate the Me Too because they really know Look, it's never been different. I get it. There's a handful of creepers. Those people need to go. And they got rid of a lot of them, right? And hopefully they'll, they'll get rid of more, right? But then they're just men. And we're all men. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, how many guys at Penn State tried to hook up with you, Taylor? Listen, I'm not saying what how you're many? saying how is many? true. How many? How many guys tried to make out with you, Penn State? Listen, a lady How never many? tells. I make people work for this shit. Like I said, hello, I was in Playboy and you haven't even seen me nude. Case in point, I am also a lady. But what you're saying, listen, I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying that what you're saying is true with all these people being like, fuck this, it's all men. But if it is true, that is horribly problematic because it is exactly opposite of what they want, right? Which is women, you know, getting in there. So. That scares me if true. What they've created. Why is no one saying this publicly? Why is no one saying this publicly? Oh Oh my God. Can you imagine? Because those CEOs would be fired right away. Oh, why aren't you hiring women on here? Why aren't you hiring women? No, they're just going to do it. It's not worth it. Screw it. Like it's not worth it. How do you know the Kardashians? How do you know the Kardashians and the like hate it? They told me. I'm friends with them. And they'll say it. Fuck me too. Because it's gone too far. No, this was when it was happening. 2017, they were saying that. Fuck it. Like, because he, they're smart. Wow. Think about it. Like, you know, Kim has a sex tape, but they're smart. Kim, Kendall, Kendall uses her sexuality. All women, look at your breasts right now. I've been looking at them for, for oh, 30 minutes. <laughs> Very nice breasts. But all women use their sexuality in a way which is good which is a good thing. Use what you have, right? Um, men, you, that's how human nature is. And it's like, you're trying to take out human nature. And the problem really, it, it comes down to one thing. And I hate to attack these people because I have lesbian friends. But lesbians tend to be the mouthpiece for the feminist movement. And lesbians don't think like women. Women... Like gay men don't think like straight men. Lesbians don't th- let lesbians are basically men and they don't think like women. So it's like women don't want to be Hillary Clinton. Women don't want to have that like dyke haircut with the whatever and, and the raspy voice and be screaming at people and, and, you know, be president. No, they would rather go shopping at Louis Vuitton have a nice lunch at you know Neiman's. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, or go on rotate. You know, you know oh, what I'm saying? Go shop. You, no, 
no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying gotcha. not to mention. I'm just soaking were. it all in. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just taking but it all lesbians, in. But no, no, no. But the lesbians come out and, 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 and they define what a woman should think. And I'm tired of it because no woman thinks like that. Women don't. Women are like, shut up. Most women I know are like, shut the fuck up. You're not speaking for me. Stop it. I want to show my tits. Like, I, not show, you know, but I want to wear this outfit. Like, stop it. Stop with this Me Too thing because it's gone too far. It's on accusations now. If Me Too was strictly on, due pro- had due process and was not just an accusation and you're gone forever and you got to actually have, oh, it didn't happen or an explanation or something and it made it fair, then it would make sense. But guys are always going to be guys. And no matter how much lesbians want women to all be lesbians, the problem with women and lesbians, most women who are happy to do their career, they understand that they're in control anyways. Lesbians have to pound their fists for control, right? But women, straight women, control shit anyways. This is a matriarchal society, and it's disguised as a patriarchal society by straight women who control the shit. And they run the shit. And you know what? They really do. I got told what to do. Every relationship, after whatever, a couple months, you're getting told what to do, no matter who you're with. that's right, bitch. As you should. (laughs) But isn't it, isn't it, Joe, kind of what I said before at the end of the day? I mean, listen, I'm not agreeing with everything that you're saying, but there is something to be said about women in the end of the day, secretly low-key, you're right, controlling men because the P- in the V, the the puss and the vag, like control your brains at the end 100%. of the day. Okay, hundred percent. So there's you know, 100%. there's a point right. actually to be made there. Uh, no, oh, a point. That's life. he's like it's okay? my life. It's my existence. It's not my life. It's my life and your life. Like I mean, it, it's it's all of our lives. That's the way the world works. It's every guy really has a woman controlling all his shit. Look. Let's, let's, let's go. Okay. Women make 90% of the durable, good buying decisions in the household. All the big purchases in a household is really made by, oh, by a woman, by the, by the woman of the house. So who runs shit? Like, as we should. I didn't get to, sh- I, I, as we as should. You should. Hey, as you should, as long as we're getting blowjobs, as you should. Oh. There's the caveat. There's the caveat, though. But here's the only thing, people. Uh, Joe, how are you best friends with the squeakiest clean dude in Hollywood, Mario Lopez? Like, I need an answer. How? How? How are you best friends? I don't. Oh, my God. And and I'm watching on the screen. He keeps texting me. Call me. Call me. Call me. How? How? I need a mathematician. I need somebody to explain to me how you, isn't he the most like squeaky clean cut guy? I see him on Access Hollywood and you're over here. I need to know how this works. Like, how are you best friends? Someone explain. Well, I don't think, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Joe, Maybe is- off air. Maybe so, off air. We're dealing. We're dealing with enough. Crisis. We're dealing with a, with a, with another thing right now. Let 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 us let us let us put a pin in that one, my darling. Are we going to do a live? I want to do a live show. We should from Casa Aramara here with you. We should do Listen, a live show. You should come I, here. I'm not mad here? at it. Is this the most fun that you've had in an interview? I mean, you better say yes. 
Just yes, yes, of course. Just, oh my god! Remember, we control you, so you're saying yeah. yes, Joe. Oh, no, 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 no! I'm looking at your breasts. No, you control me. You're saying yes, Joe. Okay, last question for you because this has all been. I have to say, this is one of my most. I've interviewed everybody under the sun, and this is by far probably my most interesting interview. Like literally, I have met Oprah. I've actually met Kim Kardashian. Okay, this is the most interesting. Now, lastly, because I'm going to say something because you're honest. Something. Wait, hold on. Let, yeah. Let me clarify something. I just want to clarify the lesbian thing because I don't want to turn into something that I hate lesbians because I love. No, lesbians. okay, go ahead. I the really floor is yours. Love, love, the floor is yours. No, no. So understand the problem with women, straight women, and lesbians is it's what's called a vocal minority. So lesbians are ten percent of women, but they speak for all of them. I mean, look, Ellen has a show. They all have shows. They all have power. They all they're like dudes. So. Whatever is what they're feeling and they're what they should be. Guys, they want you to be. And that's not fair to women. To me, that's misogynistic. That's women hating. That's misogynistic. What, what the, the vocal minority in these things, because it's not straight women attacking and doing all the shit. Because really, I talk to straight women all the time. They're like, I like, will say though, I they say I, shut up. We control it. Yeah, sorry. But yeah. listen, I've written for a lot of like woke uh, female sites like Bustle and stuff, and I will tell you, uh -huh. I know what you're saying, and I think a lot of straight women though have bought into this like mindset, trying to like control the narrative of what a woman should or shouldn't be. And obviously, and isn't that ironic too? Because isn't it just like liberating being whatever the fuck you want? Hence the Kim Kardashians. Yeah. Like you have a point about that, and I bring up Kim a lot. It's like that to me is what feminism is. It's like one minute she's showing us her ass and the next she's changing laws so i could see why she's like can i just fucking be and capitalize off of both thank you like that to me is feminist don't put me in a box and tell me what to be so yeah. you know it's a good question are a subgroup of women doing this more than men and they blame men it's a question to throw out there no that's a fact a subgroup of oh, women he's like, it is, a fact. is doing it no it's that's what's happening look at the people that are saying it Look at the waves of feminists. How many, how many feminists are lesbians? All of them. <laughs> All the ones that wrote books and are the big... Are, look, Elizabeth Warren's a lesbian. Hillary Clinton's a lesbian. All those people with the dykey short hair. Come on. They Screaming. look like dudes. And, and, and those aren't women. The people watch Hillary Clinton. One, of course she's not going to win. They're like, I don't want that dykey woman to be my president. Because I don't feel I'm like her yelling and screaming about this and wanting she wants to be in a dude in a dude's game and women women are all powerful and almighty because they know how to control shit without having to yell about it they know how to they're master manipulators and controllers and you've had these breasts in front of me for all this time now i want you to really come visit and, and it's like and they're all on the screen i know look listen see, joe it takes a taylor it takes a master media mind to no one okay I'm just saying, like, not my first rodeo, like I said. You put on that shirt. This is this is intentional, isn't it? Yeah, it's beautiful. Are they real? A hundred percent. A hundo wow. head to toe real. And that's no joke. OK, but as is the brain. And don't forget it. Okay, so listen, Joe, I'm going to leave it at that. Also, let me just say too, eat your heart out to the old school Howard Stearns, who I love to have now gone soft because we miss that raw sh shiz. Right, Joe? We do. But you know what? I'm not going to hate on Howard. 
he's like in his 60s now. Look, I understand Howard's position right now because Howard Howard's part of a public company and the environment's changed. He hasn't changed. He's a smart guy. He was doing what it was safe to do at the time. And now he's worth, he's almost a billionaire. So Howard is a different guy. I mean, Howard didn't even have his own plane when I first met, you know, he didn't, you know, he, you know, I was bringing him a million dollar check to do a deal in the, in the day, you know, and he was talking about it on the air. He was like, he, Joe, you're the only one that actually brought, wanted to do a deal and actually brought me a million dollar check. <laughs> he's like, everybody else wants to do a deal with me, but nobody gives me a million dollar check to do it with. I got to defend Howard because he's incredibly intelligent. If I was Howard right now, I would be doing the same thing. I don't want to be canceled from a $300 million contract because something, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's scared of their own shadow in Hollywood right now, Taylor. Money talks, I guess, too loud. Too loud. Like we were talking with advertisers, even on these podcasts and things and YouTube, there's too many big companies involved in all of these and they have their tentacles in all of this. And, and that's the problem. That's the problem. It's got to end because it doesn't end pretty because it starts with Hollywood celebrities and politicians, right? That's where it always starts. And then it keeps going down, going down, going down. Joe, you're a well-connected guy in Hollywood off the top of your head. How many people are so over this PC stuff, but they're too afraid to say it? How many? Ballpark. 100%. How many people? All of them. Uh, Oh, he's like, no, 100% of them. All of them. All of them. They just won't say it. All of them. Everyone I know. I have never talked to one person in three years who told me, oh, this is great. Not one fucking person. Not one. Well, Joe, Not one. you reinvented the wheel with Girls Gone Wild. So go ahead. Now is your chance. Come on. Yes, let's do it, Taylor. I think you and I should do it together. See, that's the whole trick now in Hollywood. So everybody, so we're, we're doing a documentary. Everybody's like, well, you have to do a female director. You have to have a female director. Here's the list. So it's like, you have to hire a token. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you have to hire a token female director. So yeah. you can be my female director. And then I think we would be a good, you and I would be a good podcast team, maybe. And listen, could, I don't like the quota. Show. And I'm no, I'm no quota because I got the talent. That's why I don't like the quota. Cause I'm like, let people with actual talent. I don't care what they look like or who they are, but it's forcing quotas the way. So I hear you on that one. I hear you. Listen, the door is wide open. We're going to bust that shit open. You're not a quota. You're not just a quota. No, no. You, you can be my, my, we, we can be partners on the show and we can co-host it. And then if I have a woman there, then it softens the whole thing. It's like with Howard. He had Robin, right? And Robin's black. So he can say anything he wants about black people and anything he wants about women and Robin's there. So that's okay. You know what well, I'm how saying? Well, how about that this? It okay. I'm going to do it the feminist way. I'm going to do the show, run the show. Joe, maybe you'll be my co-host. How about that? Maybe I mean, I'm just I'll, saying. I'll just be your man on the street reporter, Exa- bitch. How about that? Exactly, exactly. And you, well, Joe Francis- You can dress me in, in, in like leathers and stuff. Like like, lip, a, like Chippendales? Like Chippendales? No, I'm talking like you have me in like a leash or something, you know? Joe Francis- like just a meeting. I, yeah, get a, get a Chippendales outfit ready because it's going down. Listen, I have never, I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've ever had so much fun. I'm bewildered. I'm confused. I'm enlightened. Like I am all the things right now. So Joe Francis for the road. And listen, whether you agree, whether you love, despise eating it all up, this is what it's all about. People bringing everybody into the fold and not censoring and not canceling. So get over it. Okay. Now, Joe, thank you for being a part of it. And thank you for coming 
going on and for the road again a feminist twist just flash us joe flash us show joe joe show us your chest come on oh man Woo! oh okay six pack it's fine oh he does it right away didn't even need convincing <laughs> didn't even need convincing you asked me all right now you I love, yeah, good try. Until next time, we'll leave people on what that cliffhanger. Taylor, Taylor. <laughs> we'll leave people on that cliffhanger. Remember, we're the manipulators, Joe. Just deal with it. I you know, said it you yourself. Really are. She got me. See, Joe. Guys, I just got me too. Taylor, me too, me. <laughs> Not the first time. Thank you, Taylor. Thank you for having me on. Anytime. Bye. Bye. And with that, have a good day. <laughs>